Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio with me, your host, Deb Wolf. And today I have something new for you. We're going to talk about an organization called Elder Dog, and we've got Linda Osada here to talk about it with us. Welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you. Well, okay, so I heard about you and got a brochure and was just so excited about this because for years I've been talking on radio about how in England the government actually pays for the expenses of pets owned by senior citizens because they figured out that a prescription dog, that's what they call it, is cheaper than the healthcare they would spend on that same person if they didn't have a pet. And so you come in in this beautiful way, and I just want you to tell everybody what Elder Dog is all about. Well, that's a wonderful program. (laughs) Yeah, I know, if only, right? But so here in North America, there's a gap. And so Elder Dog, what do you do to help those people, those seniors? Well, Elder Dog does help seniors, but it's certainly not government funded. It's uh, donation based when we get that. But it was actually started by a lady in Nova Scotia in 2009, who found the animal bond so important between uh, specifically seniors and their pets. And just the uh, compassion and the therapy that the dogs provide to the seniors. And we just want to try and keep the dogs with the seniors in their homes as long as possible. Well, why is that a problem? Like, why are seniors faced with the threat of losing their pet? I guess most often is physically the seniors can't look after their dogs anymore. Uh, Typically, they're both getting older, not always, but the senior and the dog The dog still has to go out for walks, has to go outside, and the senior can no longer do that. They uh, become, you know, physically challenged in their senior years, and uh, the dog is stuck inside with them all the time. They maybe can't get out to get supplies for their dog. And we try to fill that gap so that they can keep the dog with them as long as possible. You know, it strikes me that grooming, that that would be a big issue, like for the long haired dogs and dogs who need haircuts and clips and eyes cleaned and mats on their bums and their tails and their ears. How's a senior supposed to navigate that? And that often is a problem, too. When it comes to major grooming, um, sometimes the seniors have the funds to pay for their dog to groom, but can't get them to the groomer. So that's another service that we would offer. In fact, I do that with some of my clients is pick up the dog, take them to the groomer. They come home all spiffy and the senior (laughs) is super happy. (laughs) Oh, I bet. And I I bet it's the same with the vet, right? Dog needs to see the vet. People have the money, but they just can't with the walker, the wheelchair, the mobility that they're not going to get there, right? That's right. Exactly. We do that as well. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk more about Elder Dogs. Stay tuned on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. 
With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. And before we get talking more about elder dogs, I just wanted to share a quote with you. David Suzuki, who's a Canadian icon, I guess, a host of Nature of Things and a scientist who's well-respected here in Canada. This is his quote that I just love. Do not forget we are all animals. That's not an insult. It's a fact. And that's David Suzuki, uh, 85, he said that. So, okay, let's continue. So the elder people, they're faced with mobility issues, health problems, loneliness, isolation during the pandemic, which may happen again. And all they've got is their dog. And now they can't take care of it. And so that's where you come in, right, Linda? That's right. We do what we can to keep the dog with them as long as possible. Another service that we do offer is fostering or rehoming, which is a very important part of our program. Sometimes the senior needs to go into the hospital for surgery or is just in ill health temporarily. We have people that sign up to be fosters so that the dog can go and stay with them temporarily and come back when the senior's ready. Or if it comes to the case where the senior may have to go in a care home or plane cannot look after the dog anymore, we actually do rehoming as well. Is, is it possible for the senior to get to see their pet after that happens? Absolutely. Oh, because that would be heartbreaking. Yeah, it is, it is a very sad time, but we do the best that we can to place a dog somewhere close. Now, it doesn't always happen because our organization is national, and we have had dogs travel across Canada where we have a posting here of a dog that needs a home. Someone in Quebec wants to take that dog. This is all vetted, of course, but we have made that happen. And that dog has met a few people along the way and traveled across Canada and found a forever home. There would still be communication for sure. The dog is not taken away. There could be pictures, videos, phone calls so that the senior can stay in touch. I want to just comment, this is an aside, very much aside, doesn't really relate to elder dog, but since you mentioned it, so you're talking about probably an older dog who has to travel across the country, land itself in a new family, and the new family is probably not speaking English, which so the dog probably doesn't know one word of French. (laughs) And I'm just thinking about, this is standard poodle that I placed recently, and she's five, and she does not know one word of Austrian because she grew up in Canada. <laughs> and now she's living with a, a man and his elderly mother who only speaks to the dog in Austrian. And it took the dog one day to learn words like cookie, treat, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, dogs are amazingly good at this. They adjust and adapt better than any of us would. You could plunk them down anywhere in the world and they'd figure it out. They'd learn the new language in a couple of days. I don't mean a pug or a bulldog, because they're already struggling with their first language. But when you're talking about brilliant dogs, even average dogs, 
it won't take them long at all. Language doesn't matter. They just figure it out. So, okay. So, so can you tell us maybe one story about somebody you've helped in the last little while? Well, I guess first always seem to uh, stick in your mind. And my first job with Elder Dog actually was walking. I'm now dog care support coordinator. So that's a little bit of a different job than uh, straight dog walking. But this little dog needed a walk. He lived with seniors in their condo. The seniors were in their 90s and they were just absolutely wonderful people. But they couldn't take this little gray and white poodle out for walks anymore. So oh, especially like on an icy day or a rainy day or when they have a cold. I mean, maybe once in a while they can, but not as much as the poodle wants, right? No. And they were so appreciative. The little dog was so appreciative. And uh, that one always sticks in my mind. Well, that's a good one. You know what? Let's just go to a break and we'll come back. And after that, I'm going to ask you how people can get in touch and what they can do if they're not in Canada or if they're in a city where it's not offered, how they can start this up. So we're going to go to break at Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back talking about elder dogs. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party, Pet Life Radio. There was something amusing. Okay, so in the news, they said that the top 50 places to go in the world, and they named them, and only one Canadian destination made the list, which, you know, irritates me because our country is so amazing. But okay, they picked Tofino. Beautiful place. Got to give them credit. Amazing storms, beautiful beaches, all great. But Tofino was in the news recently for something else, something animal related, which I just think is so, oh, it's just so interesting. They have fish farms there and they're very political. Some people think that there shouldn't be fish farms because they're salmon from another place, the Atlantic type raised in these floating tanks that are in the ocean. And people are always worried about diseases and whether the spread to the natural population. So there's a lot of politics involved. But anyway, there's some big fish farms there and they have these Atlantic salmon floating in their tanks. And I saw the best footage of sea lions because you know what? Those tanks aren't anything to deter a sea lion. That's like trying to keep a bear out of a plastic garbage can. It's ridiculous. Sea lions are in there having a ball eating that salmon. So that was an interesting thing about Tofino I just wanted to share with you. Sometimes our best efforts at thwarting animals just don't work. When you're in their element, those sea lions, they are masters of their domain and they are not going to be kept away by some little string nets. Anyway, so that's a lesson to be learned for Tofino. But if you do go there, 
If you do, because it's a beautiful place, you have to drive a long way through forest to get there and you get to this beautiful, beautiful ocean vista and lovely beaches and windswept. It's just gorgeous. There's a boat ride you can take to a place where you can hike for two kilometers on a very easy boardwalk and get to some natural hot springs. And I highly recommend that one. So if you're going to do it, do that. And you will probably see sea lions and you will probably see amazing things on your way. All right. So let's get back to the show. We've got Linda and we're talking about Elder Dog. And, you know, you mentioned a few cities. So can you tell us where you are and maybe where you'd like to be that people could possibly start something and connect with you? Well, Elder Dog, as I said before, is based, their uh, home base is Nova Scotia, but I'm here in Maple Ridge. Which is in BC for everybody. So that's, that's like saying, that's like (laughs) saying the home base is Maine and we're over here in California. So clearly we can branch out, which is great. So where are you looking to start new chapters? We are forming chapters in the lower mainland here. What we call them is pods, P-A-W-D. <laughs> okay. So she's, she's talking about Vancouver, British Columbia. That's where they're going to be forming new chapters. Okay. We have a large amount of dogs in the Vancouver, BC area, but we're dividing up that into separate areas such as Maple Ridge, Langley, Surrey. And we need help in all those areas for our volunteers. That's where our focus is right now. It's here in BC. We also have the island and in the interior as well. So what she's talking about there is Vancouver Island, Victoria, and also uh, the interior of BC. So the Okanagan Valley and and, uh, other places in our province. What if someone out there is listening And they're, I don't know, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, something like that. Or maybe they're even in Maine or California. And they think, you know what? We've got old people. We've got dogs who need care. (laughs) How can we connect? Is there a way they can hook up with you? Well, we are Canada-based. But if they wanted information to start somewhere else, our main contact is our head office in Nova Scotia. And that is elderdog.ca. That's uh, our simple website, elderdog.ca. There's a national phone number that anyone wanting to get more information, I can give you that if you like. Is it uh, like a 1-800 kind of thing? one Oh, yeah, for sure. Give it out. Yeah. 1-855-336-4226. Oh, perfect. And that's our head office back east, Eastern Canada. Okay. And if someone local is thinking, you know what? I live in Surrey. I love dogs. I want to help old people. What exactly? Okay, well, how would they hook up? And then what are you looking for? Are you looking for walkers? Are you looking for drivers? Both. Both of those are very important. A big part of our program is our dog walking, but we transport dogs to vets or to pick up food, that type of thing. When people do want to be involved, they go through our head office, the website and the main number that I gave you okay. for a volunteer application. And that would be filled out. It is a criminal record check. So all our volunteers are vetted because we are working with seniors. And yeah, that's true. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable for sure. And also because of the dogs, you know, they want to know that their dog isn't going to someone who's got a past of abusing animals or a record for that, obviously. That's right. We do wear photo ID, an ID tag from Elder Dog. Once you're approved, you get photo ID that the seniors can see. 
it, it really occurs to me that without you, someone could end up having something so simple as a hip operation or, you know, something that they're going to recover from mm-hmm. something maybe where they even need their dog, like yes. heart surgery, where you're eight times more likely to be alive a year later if you own a pet than if you don't some something that, you know, they need that dog. And they're going to lose it just because they need to be in the hospital for a month or two. It's awful. And I'm so glad you're there to stop that. That's exactly part of what we do. I've had a couple of clients lately that have done exactly that, have gone through something physical. They couldn't walk the dog. So we had the dog walkers go in, take their dogs out, bring them back. The people enjoy their pets, but also know that the dog's getting exercise. So good. It's so good. Okay, well, let's give that number out one more time, that one eight number. 1-855-336-4226 or elderdog.ca. Thank you so much for joining us today, Linda. Is there anything else you'd like people to know that maybe I, I didn't get to? I don't think so. I think as far as dog walking, which is actually my focus, if people love dogs all sizes, we have large and small, and also want to get their exercise for themselves, it's a really good way of doing that, plus hooking up with some really wonderful seniors. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you for joining me today, and, and thanks to everyone listening to the Animal Party Pet Life Radio. From me and from Linda, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.